It's very difficult to conceptualize what we can't see. It's very difficult to imagine what we've never encountered. Even though people explain things to us and tell us that this is the way things are, it's difficult for us to incorporate ideas into our being as if they were real until we somehow are able to fully grasp them and integrate their meaning into ourselves. For instance, when people say we're all the same and when we look around and we don't look the same, we can't walk through each other because we bump into each other and knock each other over. So what does this we're all the same mean? How are we all the same? When uh, teachers tell us it's necessary for us to feel the pain of others in order for us to become advanced because that's the true state of our nature is that we're all combined and when we separate ourselves from others' feelings, we separate ourselves from the truth, it's hard to conceptualize that. It's hard to truly understand what that means because we have an external nature and an internal nature and as we walk through the world we see the external nature. Now imagine ice cubes and imagine if I took a large number of ice cubes and put them in some water and the water was cold and we were churning the water somehow. Now these ice cubes would be constantly bumping into each other. Yet, oh and they also float because ice weighs less than water. So these ice cubes are above the water floating in something that's exactly the same as them. Yet there's all this turmoil between the ice cubes and there's no turmoil in the water below them. Yet somebody tells the ice cubes, you're all the same. And the fact that you're bumping into each other and banging into each other doesn't really mean anything. It's false. It's an illusion. That's not what's going on. What's going on is what's underneath of you that you really can't see where it's all the same. Now, imagine what happens when the ice cube melts. All of a sudden, it is the water. Now, an interesting thing happens when it becomes the water. All of the bumping that it did before disappears. All of the conflict that it had with all the other ice cubes disappear. All through this melting. Now, we walk around in a solid state. Some of us are pretty cold. A little bit like ice cubes. And square. And we bump into each other. And we have conflicts. And we're told 
that if we learn to be less cold, if we learned to melt on the inside, all of these problems that we have on the outside would disappear. But when we look, we still see ice cubes. We see external manifestations. And then we're told, but it's not about the outside melting, although the outside will melt. And if you open up a grave, you'll see that the outside melted, by the way. <laughs> but before the outside melts, the inside has to melt. And even though you can't see the melting, the change that occurs from that melting is monumental. Now, how do you see inside melting? Well, you see it through the actions of the one who's melted. You see it through the way that person is. But, you have to find somebody who melted. Because if you don't find somebody who melted, you're never going to see the manifestation of the melting. You're never going to see the manifestation of the sameness. And you're never going to know exactly what it's like. So, we're told to find a teacher. And why are we told to find a teacher? So that we can see the truth in the moment so that we can apply ourselves towards becoming the truth. So that now we can actually see what we're told about. Not allegorically, not through pictures, not through representations, not through stories, but through actual person-to-person -person contact, through an actual incident, group of incidents, in our own life where we see what we've been told about in the flesh. This is the first miracle of existence that we can acknowledge when we see this happen. When we see this occur, it's a altering occurrence in our lives. It moves us from one plane of understanding to another plane of understanding. And it shows us the truth of the words of the saints. It shows us the truth of the words of the prophets. It shows us that Allah has not forgotten this world and continues to manifest the truth in this world so that his creation can know the truth and through the truth know him. And what is this truth? This truth is about the reality of what mankind can become. Now, everybody knows <clears throat> that the Quran says there is no compulsion in religion. And that means two things. One, you can't push somebody in a certain way because they have to go themselves for it to be real. And two, you shouldn't. But even though there's no compulsion in religion, 
There's no avoiding reality. So whether, whether you want to go into religion or not, whether you want to walk towards the truth or not, reality is in your path, and you're going to run into it. Smack into it. There was a man who was told by his uh, astrologer that he was going to pass on a certain day. And he decided that the best way to avoid this was to hide from the angel of death. So he had his uh, minions take him to a, a faraway mountain and they found a cave and he went into the cave and he asked his minions to close the cave up with a large rock and he had some lights inside. Uh, people who worked for him. And when he got into the cave, the angel of death turned towards him and said, they told me you would be here. I couldn't imagine how that would happen. <laughs> the point being, what's going to happen is going to happen, and that's going to happen. So whether or not you want to take the path towards reality or not, reality is going to happen to you. And even though no one can force you into religion, nor should anyone force you into religion. You are headed smack dab into a meeting with reality. And as you go in that direction, and as you make a study of what reality is about, you're going to find that religion is a foundation for you to find reality. And whether or not you want to be involved in it, you're going to find that to understand the truth, you need a foundation to stand on. And religion is that foundation. Now, where you go from that towards reality is another question. And of course, foundations can build many different kinds of houses, some being houses that hold the heart and some being houses that hold power and all kinds of different uh, different kinds of scenarios. The, the pot can hold more than one kind of flower. The pot can hold one, more than one kind of, of outcome. Uh, the soil grows things uh, that are in the pot, but the, the question is what they become uh, happens later. But the point is that the religions were sent to us as a way to find our way towards reality. And if we begin to understand the truth within the religions, we will then begin to understand the truth about who we are and our interconnectedness with each other. Who were, who was the first uh, example of this truth? Well, each of the prophets was an example of this truth. Some of the prophets were different than other prophets in that they actually brought a form for the truth to sit in. Uh, Moses brought the form of Judaism. Jesus brought the form of Christianity. Muhammad brought the form of Islam. Uh, within that form came other saints. And the point is, that the coming of saints 
hasn't stopped. The coming of prophets has stopped. In other words, we don't need any more new religions. We have all the religions we need. What we need now is to dive within the religions to find the truth. And Allah continues to send those who show us the truth of the religions. There's movements in the religions to go back to the time of the founder of the religion. The Christians say, what would Jesus do? The Muslims, the Muslims try to recreate the time that surrounded the prophet. But what was the most unique thing about the time of Jesus? Jesus! What was the most unique thing about the time of Muhammad? Muhammad! What needs to be recreated is the essence of the spirit that walked among men during that time. And we either have to find that spirit and walk next to it, or become that spirit and walk around with it. All of the great saints have told us, become like me, which means see and become. Look into the mirror, recognize and become. And through becoming, the ice cube melts. And it doesn't melt the external portion of our being. It melts the internal portion of our being. And even though from the back you can't tell if somebody's melted or not, when you see their face, you can tell if they're melted or not. Because within the face of the melted, there is the quality of grace, the quality of graciousness and the quality of gratitude and the other qualities of compassion, mercy, kindness, charity that you can see flowing from the ones who have melted. So if we do nothing else, walk down the street and look for somebody who's melted if you don't know somebody already. But we need the companionship of melted people. We need them for our own progress. Selfishly, we need the companionship of melted people because melted people give us the space that's safe to melt in. They give us the space that's safe to become real. They give us Allah's protection to enter reality with them because they like Allah, are merciful. They, like Allah, are protective. Someone came to the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, and he said, we should curse all the Arabs that are pagans. And the Prophet responded, I did not come into this world as a curse. I came as a mercy. We need to understand this mercy. We need to encounter this mercy. We need to join with this mercy. We need to become this mercy. This is 
the reason for our existence. When this mercy occurs within us, things open up to us that our imagination could not conceive prior to the time we entered into mercy. Now, how do you explain to somebody something they can't imagine? How do you explain to somebody something they can't conceive? You do it through allegories, like ice cubes, but that doesn't mean anything. All that means something is when the melting begins. So, those who've melted have to show themselves in the world. Those who've melted have to be willing to encounter others and go through the abuse that happens in encounters with people who aren't melted because that's the nature of the world. And Jesus said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And we have to say that every time that we are somehow pained because for those who are in ignorance, they don't no. Those who are in ignorance can't help themselves. Those who are in ignorance, the standards that they've established for their existence don't necessarily comply to anything that makes any kind of sense because they haven't been taught. That's what ignorance means. It means they haven't been taught. Whether ignorant or saved, there's still all the creation of Allah. And we have to respect each of them as within the creation of Allah. And we also need to know that everybody has every phase within them. The question is, what phase has manifested into your being? And can you move that phase into another phase of manifestation? into your being and do you know the difference so we need to begin to know the difference we need to begin to know what's melted and what's hard and cold we need to be able to differentiate and we need to begin to become and as we become we won't need allegories because we will taste reality Rahman will enter into our being. Mercy will enter into our being. And Allah will share with us himself. Allah is Rahman, is mercy. And he gives us the ability to feel mercy. He is compassion. And he gives us the ability to feel compassion and become compassionate. And then what are you becoming? You're becoming God-like through God's qualities. And that's man-God, God-man. That's the mystery of Allah in us and the mystery of ourselves in Allah. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.